Laura friend, and welcome to the Amazing Space podcast. I'm Alicia Mitchell, and whether you are new around here or you've been here for a while, I'm so glad you're here. I love to have a space of my own where creativity has room to breathe and reflections can speak louder than regrets and our relationships can really grow. And that's what Amazing Space is all about. Here, I want to invite you to take some time to connect to the new ideas, to feel comfortable in knowing that you aren't alone, and embrace the general conversations for these very precious moments we have together. It's my hope that you can soon find your special space here each week as we open our arms to new insights and envelop our hearts to the sounds that inspire our soul. So come on in, grab that favorite drink, get comfortable, and let's talk. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Amazing Space. Today is a very special day. I am so excited to have a very special guest. Yadira Bolanos is here with us today and I am so excited to have you. Hello everyone. Oh, it's so good to be here. It's so good to be here. Just another time to sit down and chit chat with you. Yes, yes. We absolutely have the best sit down and chit chat. Yes. <laughs> so we hear a lot about a very familiar four-letter word around this time of year. February 14th is no unfamiliar territory, Valentine's Day. So it is the third most expensive holiday. Crazy. Yes. Christmas being number one. I kind of figured it would be yeah, Christmas. Yes. So, with that in mind, I would love to hear your thoughts on the topic here, just in general. Um, and so, thinking about it being the third most expensive holiday, and I think it was like $18.9 billion dollars just to kind of give you a general idea. So we find so much money is invested in this love, right? This day of love to celebrate love. So however you feel, what is your idea or your definition? What do you feel is love? Wow, that is a, a, a broad question because there is different forms of love, you know? There's love towards your family, love towards a loved one, love towards your friends. There's a lot of different types of love. But it's interesting when I when I heard you say that it's the third holiday that people spend the most money and it makes me the first thing that came to my mind was people are always looking for love they're seeking something that they don't have so if, if that's with a you know they're always just they need love so I think 
Right. That just came to my mind as you were saying that. Right. And something that resonated with me was, if you look statistically, love is not, and we'll get more into that kind of as we talk here, but, and, and that's why I was so intrigued by it because statistically, love is not successful right? One out of two marriages fails. The divorce rates, you know, skyrocket, you know. And so I thought, like, how intriguing is that, that it's the third, people spend all this time, you know, because yes, money, Mm -hmm. but there's time in finding the things and and buying the things and you know and where does it end up where does it really get you and that's why this question and and you made such a great point there are so many versions if you will of love Love. Mm -hmm. so i do want to kind of take a little a little side trail here i'm kind of known for that i think (sighs) One of the reasons I feel like you came to my mind immediately, almost immediately, when I was thinking about these episodes in February, our story to me, the way we met, is so unique, um, so very, you know, I'm always telling people about it and I'm trying to encourage people because we met in such a very unique way. Um, we did, and to think that you and I are from t- two different backgrounds, raised differently. Yes. But we have that one thing in common, that one thing that brings us together. Yes. God. Yes. Yes. And how interesting it is. I think I definitely had heard of you, obviously, because our, our churches were connected, but had never actually met you um so but i remember the first time we actually found the right meeting you know we came together and we found the day and the time and the place and how much in your season of life you were going through something that was almost identical to what i had gone through just recently I don't even know had it been a year probably have but you and I so yeah so during that time that I'm I met you well I had known your you know your husband TJ um for those that are listening and don't know um my we our churches I am um Mexican Pentecostal and so my dad um we grew up under the under Grace Point UPC um, and so then from there we had our Spanish work and our church just grew and then you know we branched away not away but we kind of got our own building and so now we are just our Spanish church um, separately from Grace Point and so I had known TJ for so many years and I had heard that TJ had this wife <laughs> and I had never met you, but I heard so many good things about you. So during that time that we finally got 
we were finally able to connect. It was during a time, a season in my life where, you know, I was going through some things with a friendship that um, we had been friends for such a long time. And I started noticing the friendship kind of drift away. And so during that time is where when you reached out and you had decided, hey, let's get together and let's have coffee. So yeah, I was going through my season of friendships drifting. And I never really realized how um, how much I needed a French a friend, someone there during that time, until I met you. I was just kind of going, you know, through everything that was going on, trying to process everything, and then God just sent you my way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel the same. I definitely feel like um, God heard a prayer, and I think. There's so many things here, and this is, again, just kind of a little side note, but there's so many different things that you can take away. Like, never underestimate, first and foremost, the power of prayer, but also that God is so intentional, and He is so personal to our needs. I remember I was new here. I moved here from... Texas, you know, born and raised in Louisiana. I had established myself in Texas, you know, love my church family, my pastor, my pastor's wife, their family had just amazing friendships that I'd built there. And of course my family, but this life that, I mean, just shifted and absolutely, you know, had Grace Point and, and the people there and they were very welcoming. But I remember praying like God I need I need a friend I need someone and then how I mean I know I saw you I remember seeing you at um, another mutual friend's wedding that you were in and but even then it wasn't until later Later. that we finally got together and it, it was it was it was wonderful it was wonderful Everything is perfect in God's timing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I remember thinking, oh my goodness, I think it was like close to three hours. Like, okay, I think I'll, <laughs> well, I better let, yes. let you go. But it was. It was great. So, in that time, tell me about your relationship status. Oh. Tell me what was going on during that time yes so when we had so we had coffee we had a coffee date and it was so funny because even when you when I first saw you I said does she drive the same car as I (laughs) it was just everything just happened and I was so amazed how well we connected yes and so when I met you I had a boyfriend mm-hmm. and he's or you know I had a boyfriend yes. because now I'm engaged yes yes so during that time I did I I was in a relationship and I had a boyfriend and now I have been promoted you guys promoted <laughs> to a fiance yes yes so I want to ask, was there ever a time that you thought that you would not find love? 
Oh man, was there ever a time? Can I say was there multiple times? <laughs> yes. Yes. So there, most definitely. I knew from a young age that I wanted to wait on God's timing. I knew from a young age that I was going to stay in church and live for God. And I knew from at a young age that I had my mind made up that no matter what happens, I'm gonna be in church. And so the older that I got, I started seeing all my friends around me getting married, uh, getting engaged. And I think many of us go through that season where we just kind of sit back and say, God, is there someone out there for me? You know, we begin to question it. And there was many times um, I do remember before I met my fiance uh, now, there were so many nights of prayer and there were so many nights where I would just, I would just ask God, you know? And it, I remember specifically one moment that I started praying differently. It, I got so emotional and I said, God, if marriage is not for me, then take the desire away from me that I want to get married because it became something that I would just think about constantly. Right. Right. And so what would you say? I mean, I know you mentioned prayer, but as you know, humans. And so on those days that, I mean, of course, I'm sure you, you knew what you prayed and you, you knew you trusted God. But in the times that maybe were really heavy and maybe really difficult, like how did you navigate through those times in your life when it did seem like, okay, he, I don't know that he does have anybody for me. So there's a few things. So for me, um, I would surround myself with people. Um, I, you know, I was the one that was calling the friends and saying, hey, let's go out to eat or let's do this or let's do that. But when I was alone, I prayed. But I think something else that really helped me was number one, remember my purpose. And my purpose was when I start dating, I want to date to get married. So I'm not going to just talk to someone just to be distracted. But I also started journaling. Right. And I started writing letters to my future husband. Oh, wow. I have a notebook, and the notebook starts out as, you know, you know when you get that idea and you just start writing so you're happy and you're just like, dear future husband, and everything is happy. You're praying for that person. But if you read through my journal, there's days when I was really down. Yeah. And so for me just getting all of that on paper Mm -hmm. and surrounding myself with people I would say was probably what really helped me to get through those dark moments because they can be dark yeah if you allow it Mm -hmm. wow so uh you know I do uh, therapy for a living so when you said journal I'm lighting up on the inside (laughs) like yeah uh, no, not everybody's a journaler. I know not everyone likes to write those things down. But I have to say, I love what you brought in that 
you wrote letters to your future husband. I'm actually trying to think if I've ever, I know that I've, I've written lists mm-hmm. of, of characteristics and this is what I want from my husband, but I absolutely love that, that you wrote letters to your future husband. I think that is, that's wonderful. Most of those are prayers, but there's one that I do remember and it was in that journal, I wrote asking God for a sign to know if he was the one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's in that journal and it's beautiful because when God, you know, just when he reveals it to you and, you know, he's so merciful to allow you to to answer your sign and you have it written down, mm-hmm. it's, it's priceless to go back and read it. Yeah. I have went back to read my journal and sometimes I just start getting all teary-eyed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so I remember you mentioning, and I hope it's okay, but I remember you mentioning when you first met your fiancé. <laughs> tell, do tell, oh. do tell that the, the butterflies and the, you know, all of that, they were not there. No, no, <laughs> no. I wish they had been just to make the story, you know, in my mind, before I met him, I thought that everybody gets the butterflies. <laughs> yes, yes. I really did. And so I didn't experience that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, when I first met him. So we met through a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And um, he, my fiance, is not on social media. He does not like social media. Yes. He is very old school. Mm-hmm. You know, he prefers talking face to face yeah and if he cannot talk to you face to face he will facetime right (laughs) so i tried to look for this guy on social media but he was not on social media so he sent his friend sent me some pictures and i was still a little iffy Mm -hmm. because they were all blurry yeah yeah (laughs) so the first time that i met him in person my dad was invited to preach at his local church. Uh-huh. And I remember pushing my mom in front of me because I knew he was going to be there. I did not tell him I was coming. Yeah. So he was ushering that morning. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he opens the door, greets my dad, and I push my mom in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I tried to avoid as much as I could. But, you know, I did not feel the butterflies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did not. Yeah. Um, it wasn't what I thought it would be. Right. It wasn't what everyone else seemed to say. Mm-hmm. I just didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so through the course of, you know, him pursuing you, because I know, I know that he did, at what point did you start, I mean, I know y'all, you know, y'all started dating. What was that like from, from the time y'all started dating to the time you may have felt like oh my goodness maybe this is him to the time where you knew Mm -hmm. this is the one that God has sent for me so for me like I said earlier I knew that I wanted to date with purpose Mm -hmm. so I wasn't I didn't make it easy for him Mm -hmm. he had to really fight Mm -hmm. so him and I became friends we were friends for probably over a year before I decided to give him a chance. Yeah, yeah. And 
during that time, one thing that I really admire about him is he just does not give up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He doesn't. And so for me, during that time, I was praying. I was seeking God's, you know, hand in this and trying to make sure that I wasn't just, you know, trying to talk to someone because I might have been feeling a certain way or, and, and let me stop right there. So when I met Everett, um, my heart was still. I was I was peace. I, I had peace, mm -hmm. and I knew that I wasn't in a dark place. Right. And so I say that because many people, when they're going through that time of loneliness, they think that God is just going to snap his fingers and bring the person for you. Mm -hmm. And you have to be okay with yourself. You have to be okay with being alone. Mm -hmm. And I think that once you get to that place, mm -hmm. then God can bring the person for you. Mm -hmm. So I was still fighting it though. I was like, God, is this you? Yeah. yeah. So we, we were friends for about a year, year and a half. Um, and then I finally decided to let him be my boyfriend mm -hmm. so we began dating um and then it was you asked me when I knew he was he could be the one it was Valentine's Day mm -hmm. and I knew he was going to be bringing me something a mm -hmm. gift mm -hmm. and I was reading the Bible and going and I was reading that story where you know he uh, asked his servant to go out and find a, a you know a young lady for his son right and so he the servant asked for a sign mm -hmm. and he said that the one that gives the camels right water, water and yes. gives him water as well so I began to think and I said you know if he asked for a sign who am I not to ask for one mm -hmm. And so I began to pray, and I remember that that day I was praying, and and I said, God, I want a sign. If He is the one for me to pursue, I need a sign. Mm -hmm. And so as I was praying, you have to know Everett. Mm -hmm. Everett does not give teddy bears. Mm -hmm. He's not that yeah. type of person. Yeah. So in I was praying, and I said, God, if He is the one, He needs to bring me a teddy bear. Uh huh. And as I was praying, it sounds so crazy and very childlike, you may think, but I was, I said, he needs to bring me a teddy bear. And while I was praying, it was, it was like, almost like God was like, what color do you want? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so in my mind, I, I, you know, I'm thinking brown is what most guys give you. Right. And then it was like almost God speaking back to me. Don't ask me for something that you think he would get you uh -huh. what is something he wouldn't give you yeah and so I said I want a teddy bear a white teddy bear with a red rose mm -hmm. Everett had given me many flowers mm -hmm. but he had never given me a rose mm -hmm. a red rose never mm -hmm. so I knew that that meant something for him mm -hmm. I kid you not he came took me out to dinner, mm -hmm. gave me a bag, and it had a card and chocolate. And so I remember him leaving me and me thinking, he's not the one. Mm -hmm. The night is over. Mm -hmm. He's not the one. Then he says, hold on. I 
have one more thing for you. Mm-hmm. When I opened the bag, there was a white teddy bear with a red rose. Wow. As soon as he left, yeah. I kneeled down and I remember just crying and thanking mm-hmm. God for answering my son. Yeah. In that moment, I knew that it was okay to pursue him and mm-hmm. to have a relationship with him. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That is that is wonderful and I and I definitely understand what you mean about the things that you ask of God that may seem, you know, yes to you or or when you're speaking them it's like, man, this sounds so silly, but yes. Like I said before, God is so personal and when yes. you pursue God first, mm-hmm. kind of like what you were saying, and pursuing God first means being okay with it only being you and God. Yes. And so I think that's also great what you mentioned about you have to be okay just being you and God, no matter you know, no matter what. If God brings someone, yes, it's a bonus. It's you know, right. awesome. But that is that is that is a wonderful story. And so now, here you are in the middle of planning a yes. wedding, and and how is that? It can be stressful. I'm not going to lie. It can be stressful, but it's also beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful because. I get to sit back and think, wow, this is what I prayed for. Just this weekend, um, I went to his church. Mm-hmm. Um, his pastor pastors three different churches here in North Carolina. So he, you know, he is from Greenville. And we went to invite the church family to our wedding and just had family time and just reminiscing on everything that I had prayed for mm-hmm. and to be here in this moment. I'm just, I'm happy. Right. I'm happy. I'm thankful. But wedding planning can be stressful. Yes. Yes. And something I think I mentioned to you before, just knowing about, you know, the the days of, of wedding planning and, and the things that could come up and just from what I know already, you're doing a wonderful yeah. job. Um, but the the days, you know, after the wedding and, and you know, investing in that as well. And, and just what are your thoughts in that direction, you know, as far as like after the I do's? Right. And I think that's where if, we're, if we go back, circling back to when you and I first met, mm-hmm. I needed that person to guide me through that. Mm-hmm. And I think when, I think you've opened a lot of questions for me to think about mm-hmm. what happens after, you know, yeah. what are you doing to work towards the after? Mm-hmm. And so, yes, wedding planning is a beautiful thing and it can be stressful, but the most important thing is after. And what I can say, I, you know, I'm, I'm trusting God. Um, I'm trusting God and I'm believing that He will guide us. Mm-hmm. But I'm also praying um, for Him and for myself. My prayers for myself is to be the best wife that I could be, to be that support system when it comes to 
church and to be able to push him to different limits and be able to to get him closer to God but I'm also praying for him for him to be that um, that leader of our household and I'm praying that God prepares him for that and I'm praying that God I'm already praying for our family right right you know so what I'm doing to prepare is I'm praying mm-hmm. and trusting God. Yes, that is the best way. And the then you way. can come in and help me. Yes, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Yes. yes, well, y'all definitely are just a, a perfect couple. You know, I guess, you know, that term match made in heaven. Y'all are just so sweet. Um, I don't know him obviously as well as I know you, but sometimes you can just tell, you know, and he just seems so precious. And I was so happy when you guys finally met. Yes. Yes. It was Um, a whole thing of like making sure our schedules matched. Right. Right. Making sure he came down. And when y'all met, I was so happy. Yeah. Yeah. And I look forward to many, many more. Yes. Yes. So as we kind of wrap things up here today, um, I just, I guess a few, if you have anything else, someone that may be going through, maybe, you know, we talked about those gloomier days, Mm -hmm. you know, the darker days. What would you tell someone going through that right now? What would I tell someone? I would tell them to learn how to be okay by yourself and I would tell them that there is a season for everyone and God just if you allow God to do it he will do it don't try to rush it don't try to talk to a certain individual just to fill the void talk to God Mm -hmm. write down your thoughts write down prayers spend time with God, but also spend time with friends. I think that's what really helped. Right. Yes, absolutely. Well, you dear, it's so weird calling you that. I know. <laughs> um, uh, sometimes I'm like, mm. <laughs> uh, um, I have been just so excited to have you. Uh, like I mentioned before, and I do want to just end on this note, you know, you have been probably one of the biggest, you know, I remember when I first talked about podcasts openly to anyone. It it had been a dream, but, and that was another thing that was so wonderful to me is you like, you did not hold back. You said, no, you go for it. And that has always meant so much to me. You've been in my corner. You've always supported me on this journey. And so it was only a matter of time, you know, before I had you, but it's been wonderful. Thank you. It's been an honor. It's been an honor and it's it's wonderful to see you also in this element, you know? I, I know when we talked about it, you were doubting, but look at what you have done thus far. Well, and there's many more to come. We, we have all done, you know, and yes. even to all, everyone has been so supportive. You know, I don't want to neglect that. I've got so many good friends and um, people that have been there too with me so I appreciate everyone but all right well um my closing statement I can't go without that so until we meet again love without reason laugh without regret and pray without ceasing